We all know that cars mean traffic, errands, and budgets. But they should also represent freedom and fun. Join us as we work to find everyone a car they'll love. I'm Paul. I'm Todd. And this is the Everyday Driver Car Debate. Jay Doherty 787 is asking us, in remembrance of Lee Iacocca, if the Mustang was never made, what would have jump-started the sports car industry? Mm. To answer that question, we've got Chance on the podcast with us. Welcome, man. Oh, no hey, pressure. Hey. No, no, yeah, pressure no pressure on that, on that question at all. Jump right in there. Uh, well, I would have to say, honestly, the Corvette was already around. Mm-hmm. So, it was. True. It was. Yes. So the, the Mustang kind of started the pony cars and the muscle cars. But the, the Corvette already existed, so that we already had an American sports car, in my opinion. He's, he's poking the bear Fair now point. that we've got Chance on the podcast because, you know, <laughs> Shelby's name is going to be brought up. Yeah, and exactly. then we're going to talk about, you know, really who made the Mustang. Yeah. And we're going to be here for the next three hours. So welcome to Friday, everyone, <laughs> yes, after the sure. 4th of July Independence sure. Holiday in the U.S. And man, TV is starting. It's here. Yep, yep. It's upon tomorrow us. Tomorrow morning. If you're listening to this on Friday, tomorrow morning, Saturday, that is when the season five premiere happens. Again, it is. <clears throat> 7.30 in the morning Eastern, <laughs> go ahead and, and calculate your time zone from there, and all of them equal the same thing, which is early. So we highly recommend your DVR. Remember, you can watch it through Hulu. You can watch it through PlayStation. There's a lot of places you can watch it if you don't have traditional cable, and if you don't have any of those options to get the Motor Trend cable channel, not the app, the cable channel, mm-hmm. then it will be mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime in a few weeks as well. So just how early is that in, like, Hawaii? Uh, that's that's that almost the day. That's just a late <laughs> just, night. You've just yeah. stayed up. Yeah, all that night. actually that, probably yeah, might be the go. best time to watch it. You just turned it on when the it, yeah. pizza's cold. Just turn it over, roll over, <laughs> love and it. love it. You know, we wipe have, the crust from your eyes. We're very excited about season five. I'm on the back end of post production, which is where I need to be, considering they're starting to air. That's a good thing. Yes, and the trailer has now dropped on you, YouTube. You may have seen the trailer. I hope you've seen the trailer. We're very excited about the the, the breadth of this season. is is pretty vast as far as the range of places we shot and weather and cars. I mean. I was I've been thinking about it when I was cutting that trailer about the fact that everything from full on like major snowstorm don't get out of the car to wow it's hot out here and everything in between <laughs> in one season which is yeah. really awesome so I hope you yeah, guys saw sure. that trailer and are excited about the season we're excited to share I know we talk about this stuff forever because it's on our mind and then we do post and it's just this mm-hmm. it, it, it's not intended to be an extended tease. We're just giving no, you guys slice not, of life because we just finished shooting something, but it's three months away for you guys to see it. So well, we're excited yes. it's here now, finally. Well, it's because the podcast is so much more timely right Absolutely, now. Yeah. And, and many of you are listening to the podcast as they get released. And so, yes, uh, you have probably read Leah Iacocca just died, mm-hmm. and uh, we mourn him. We actually got a, an official press release from FCA just kind of uh, yeah, telling them about yeah, yeah. Uh, their their remembrance of him, which mm-hmm. was pretty neat to see. And, uh, guys, we've got a really fun podcast because Chance is on and he is here in the studio. You hopefully heard our podcast with Chad, police officer Chad, and we're starting to be able to do more stuff in the studio. And so yeah. we have never had three mics running. So here we yeah. are. Yeah. This is great. This Chance is, great. is not just on the podcast. He's on the podcast in the studio in all the at studio. the same time. That is pretty cool. Instead of in a hotel this. room with all three of us surrounded by mm-hmm. one, one tiny little, little mic recorder. Yeah, exactly. Air words. conditioner blasting in the background. <laughs> that's, that's never the best. So this is hopefully sounds a little better for all of us, which is good. Well, I figured at some point we need to revisit our own garages. And mm-hmm. I've thought of mm-hmm. stuff that, you know, various categories, of course, you know, self-imposed. But yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah. thought about three cars that are, you know, a $50,000 total with mm. three cars. Or, that's good. You know, one you've got to work on and be able to rent yourself, one you've got to track, and one that's a guilty pleasure <laughs> or something like that. Okay. I figure we'll get there in future podcasts. Yeah. Sure. But there was a cool question from Nick Lane back in March who asked, what are some top automotive things to do? And I figured, you know, putting three mm. heads together could be pretty interesting. So we're going to cover our own okay. personal yeah, yeah. list, and you can parse it however you want. You yeah, can say yeah, I like it. super high-end, things I've already done, things I've never done in my mm-hmm. life, you know, future stuff. And then we've got a, a debate here from Speed Vegas Chris. Chris Everett, he is uh, writing on behalf of his mother in yep. Syracuse, New York. Yep. And so we're there for the Speed Vegas shoot, and that episode is in Season 5. So that it's, is uh, episode, episode 3? Episode 3, yeah. yeah okay. so three weeks away. Fantastic. So yeah. Chris was uh, one of the driving coaches while we were there and mm-hmm. got to know him really well. So he's hardcore. He's a Lotus owner. And he uh, is now, we're, yeah. we're going to be debating SUVs for a non-Lotus person, his yes, mother. for his mom in, in upstate <laughs> New York, cool. so she needs an SUV. So it's, we're a long way away from Vegas in a Lotus here, but it'll be Lotus fun. opposites. Exactly. Yes. You're absolutely yeah. right, yeah. Before we jump in, though, we do want to thank our TV sponsors once again, and you've mm-hmm. heard them before, yep. but honestly, we feel like family to these companies, mm-hmm. and they've treated us well. 
And they're treating you well with a 10% code using the code every day for both Covercraft and Griot's Garage. Yep. They're helping us once again with the TV season. So brought to you by both these companies. Absolutely. This is the reason that we have TV content is because of these two guys. Covercraft is the presenting sponsor. Griot's is an additional sponsor. We love those guys. They've been very good to us, as you've said. And honestly, I am all about the sunscreen right now. The sunshade sunscreen yeah, yeah, yeah. for the car is the greatest thing ever right now because we're in full-on summertime, and it's it's fantastic. Kind of having a black car, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Jump into the question here. Nick, thank you for this. This is really intriguing. And his question comes, like I said, back in March and wondering, top automotive things to do. Mm, and again, this could be okay. sliced and diced any which way. It could yeah. be things you've experienced in your life that you think – I need to share this with everybody, which is what, you know, we try to do on the show. You know, if we've got a good experience and that usually is one episode per season of, hey, this is a cool experience. Speed Vegas being a great example of that. Sure. Yeah. You can go drive trophy trucks. You can go drive these hot exotics. Mm -hmm. But he's asking what what are some cool, fun things to do? And it could be the dream cruise. It could be attending sure, a race. Sure, sure, yeah. It could be. Any one of these things, and I, I kind of have a mix, actually, of things I've done that I have thought, I learned so much from this event. Cool. Other car enthusiasts need to go do this okay. to okay. a few things that are on the, on the list that, okay. that Good. we, we Good. as a team, we as a brand need to go do. I like it. I like Japan's it. on the list, of course. But uh, Oh, good. Okay. Awesome. I want to open the floor. I thought, Chance, you could start us off here and uh, yeah, give us yeah. a list. How did you approach this? Um, well, I just came I started with three things that I, I just thought of that are very different, but also very automotive based and just, but while, we was, while we've been sitting here, I came up with a fourth and the fourth one I'll start with, and that's just have an old car experience, mm. not necessarily own one, but if you have a friend mm. that's got some old car, go and see if sure. they'll take you out in a, for a drive, yeah. whether you yeah, drive yeah. it or ride in it, just get that experience of <laughs> being in something old and seeing just how far cars have come. So like 50s, 60s, that yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the entire breakdown experience, so they're paying for yeah. it their insurance, <laughs> and you get to watch them dial the number for AAA. Yeah, that, yeah, AAA. And you can help see you can have them put their car something. on the flatbed right. that you don't have to worry about fixing. That, it, yeah. really, it, it, it's all you're for wondering all. is where you're going to dinner that night. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing on your mind. But man, Terrible. what a great old car experience. <laughs> yeah, that would be the full experience, that's for sure. <laughs> I love it. All right, what else? Um, another one I had was drive a a waterfront road in a convertible car. Yeah, and I say waterfront I can, meaning yeah, beach, yeah, yeah. Sure. lake, sure, oh, uh, river, whichever. Across the top of a dam. That, whether you're driving fast or you're just cruising along, enjoying mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. the view, and just have that open top, open air experience That's along the water. That's excellent. I like that a lot. Um, mm -hmm. Cool. Then the other two I had was go to any, take your own car and do any high performance driving event, whether it's on track or an mm -hmm. autocross mm -hmm. or something like that, and just do it once. Say you've done it. If yeah. it scares you, yeah. cool. If you get the bug and go every other weekend after that then awesome <laughs> yeah 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 fair and then the, you're welcome uh, right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and then the fourth one is kind of the oddball of the of the th of the four and that is go to speed week at the bonneville salt flats okay it's not yeah. the most it's yeah. not the best spectator sport but you get to go be around these thousand two thousand horsepower cars mm, mm. Watch some of them go 400 miles an hour. Low-flying airplanes, just, apparently. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, you're sitting there in the pits. And I, I've been on a, a race team at Salt Flats. We had an electric car that still holds the record out there. It's pretty cool. Very cool. But yeah. um, we, you're sitting there in the pits working on your car. And all day long, cars are going by at 200 miles an hour. Mm. But it's just a thing. You're, you're not paying attention to the 200-mile-an-hour <laughs> cars because that's, you know, quote-unquote, slow. Those are the yeah. slow people. Yeah, yeah. But you're sitting there, and then all of a sudden you hear something big coming flying down and now granted you're at least a half mile from pits to the track for safety reasons because sure, yeah, 400 yeah. miles an hour something goes wrong who knows where parts will end up yeah but wow. Wow. but when you hear something that fast coming it, everything just stops in the pits and it's mm. like looking and looking up craning <laughs> what is this and it's just that's cool you hear on the radio that's they call cool. out the speeds every quarter mile and it's yeah, it's yeah. just it's an experience for sure wow that's cool that's I like great that. yeah how many times have you been out there now uh, let's see. With the race team, we went out four times. Okay. Wrecked once. Ooh, fun. Uh, that was the first year. The car went upside down and just kind of skidded to a stop at 180 miles an hour. Okay. I hate it when that happens. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, the following year was more of a rebuild year. Third year, we set a record. And then the fourth year, we reset our own record. And that's cool. 205 miles an hour. 
in an electric car weighing less than 1,100 pounds. It's always there's always That's a very impressive. specific spec, isn't there? So, yeah, there's so many so many records fall every year. Ho- Hollywood has this like crazy. <laughs> yeah, Be- best opening ever on a Tuesday on a non-holiday week. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Sports has this How very desperate thing. Yeah. Sports the same stats. Stats. Right. for sure. Yeah, yeah. The baseball stats that announcers come up with, like I that yeah. matters. I, is that resume <laughs> yes. worthy? Do you does yes best do triple care? double for somebody under 25 who was not sponsored by Nike? <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's just you know, yeah. Right. Holy cow. All right. That was pretty good, actually. Funny enough, I had a a coast drive as well, but I named two places. Okay. Big Spur and Big Sur. Big Spur. I like Big, Big Spur. Big, Big Spur. Sur and Bixby Bridge, which oh, was yeah, yeah. chronicled in one of our films, actually. Mm-hmm. It was uh, uh, part of uh, Mid-Engines and Mountains, I think. Was it not? No, you actually, you're thinking about the big Z06 PCH piece we did. Uh, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we that was early on before we actually started well, really didn't, getting didn't into the films. did you do the early... Uh, FRS and Lotus. Yes, that was in there too. Yes, exactly. We just didn't have a name for that film. That's piece on YouTube. That's the FRS Lotus and and Genesis piece. That's on YouTube. And then we have the PCH piece with the Z06 that was part of television. Both of them. Okay. It's it's like when you travel a lot and you you step off an airplane, you wonder what airport you're in. I'm starting to mix my (laughs) film metaphors. I I totally get it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, there's that. And then, of course, the Amalfi Coast. I'd I'd like to do that. But it's got to be a convertible. And I am not a convertible person. I see it. I see it. But there is. Is just there's something special about doing that. So if you get a chance, I highly recommend Monaco F1 is on my list, or actually okay. any F1 race. Right, I'd say right. that. And you know, Chance and I were talking the other day about Formula E. That is getting pretty interesting with mm-hmm. all city circuits. Interestingly, mm-hmm. whereas yeah, Formula yeah, yeah. One is a lot of proper, sure, you know, yeah. FIA racetracks. Now Formula E is getting interesting. It's stacked with driver talent. And they're all city circuits. They kind of have the – they flop the F1 schedule. There's a little bit of overlap, but they kind of flop the F1. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that means there's racing actually all year long. The problem is it's like a tier two cable channel you know, in the, yeah. in the cable lineup. So you either have to watch them yeah. – Later on YouTube, but you said they they actually stream them. Yeah, they not? I think Formula E streams them somewhere. I'm not sure That's where, cool. but I know they upload all the 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 broadcast, the full race broadcast on their YouTube channel. That's getting, very cool. It's yeah. really getting interesting. Okay, so I'd also add just to, to your racing point. Oh yeah, if you ever get to go to a racetrack to a big race and you have the ability to free walk part of the track and mm. kind of explore a little bit. Oh yeah, watch lap one from turn one. Not, oh not, sure. Not quite at the turn, but just at the end of the straight, so you can just see the, see and feel the power of twenty plus cars coming at you at one hundred and forty mm. plus <laughs> miles an hour, and all the noise and the sounds and just the the yeah everything about that is just the amazing. carnage that ensues <laughs> yeah. as they all try to make turn one. Yeah, exactly, it's just amazing. I've done that at Laguna Seca, where it's vintage and historic cars that are worth a lot, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and you know there's some real cobra that goes off, and the announcers really have a field day with that one. Like, whoa, that's a five hundred thousand dollar mistake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. exactly. He won't even feel it though. He'll get that rebuild. <laughs> Unbelievable. So yeah, I uh, I would love to do that. Monaco was quite special. I'm really itching to go back. Monaco's very cool. It does. It doesn't matter the race. Who cares? Because yeah. Whoever gets pole and then, you know, yeah, in, in the racing it. order, unless you biff it. But otherwise, <laughs> the racing order is how they'll finish. But Probably, it's just yeah. being there. It's just seeing things that are not in my world. Mm-hmm. It's really, really interesting. All right. So, of course, there's a road that I think us as a team, we need to go visit in Switzerland, St. Goddard oh. Pass between okay. Andermatt mm-hmm. and Biasca. Okay. This is uh, like more, a good one. I've seen more spaghetti. Love it. Love yeah. it. Well, I bring this up because Chance actually has this secret Google Maps thing. I, I thought you could expound it's not that just, secret just anymore. Now. You just, you just let that Cats out. out of the yeah. bag now. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of intriguing, actually, because I, I think it's really cool. You've dropped pins on all the mm-hmm. major either racetrack venues or driving roads around the world that you want to either visit or just notable racetracks, right? Yeah, so I, I had this idea. I was looking through my car magazines, you know, Motor Trend, Top Gear, whoever, and a lot, while back ago, you'd see the pictures and just these amazing places that they would go, mm-hmm. the sights, the views, mm-hmm. the road, and they would very rarely tell you where they were. They'd say, oh, we're in, you know, the Alps, but they wouldn't really call out the road because it was kind of the secret thing. Sort of like we do. We're not yeah. calling out the exact roads. No, exactly. Roads. But, but the, it's kind of that secret. You don't want it to get out and get out of hands and too many traffic or, or you know, police start monitoring it or whatever. <laughs> 
And uh, watching the video later after, in your speedometer yep, and yep. putting two and two together. But I started noticing though a couple years ago that um, some of them started naming the roads mm-hmm. they were driving. And it, I think it a has large, become a more recent thing. You're right. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I think it's largely because you know social media people are more savvy and they can figure yeah. it out. It's yeah. not hard. So they're just like, well, let's just embrace it. So I I started going through all the ones I had and finding where all these roads were, and I'd find them on the map and I'd drop a drop pin on them and save it. So uh-huh. that hopefully someday we'll get to go shoot on them or we'll go to get to drive them or whatever. Love it. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty big list. and It's <laughs> grown. Well, what's funny is we'll be talking about something and, you know, we'll recognize the road and Chance will whip out his phone and pull up the saved map and be like, oh, yep, I got the pin there too. Yep. <laughs> pretty and funny. Look at awesome, this. And yeah. it's like 50-mile stretch of amazingness. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so our thanks to asphalt pavers everywhere yes, for, for driving sure. those machines up the side of a mountain. Yeah. And Unbelievable. Paving Seriously. these roads. Unbelievable. Yeah. Our favorite thing. Okay, two, two more for me on this list here. I have learned so much attending high-end car auctions, mm-hmm. namely mm-hmm. RM Sotheby's and Gooding and Company. I actually attended a Christie's auction uh, years ago when I was still living in L.A. They were lo- the office was located in Beverly Hills, and they were previewing a 1935 Bugatti. No, excuse me. It was a Type 35 from early 30s, uh, late 20s. And, of course, a bunch of guys showed up, and they had the car there, and everybody was egging on the auctioneer like, hey, can we, like, take it out back and fire it up in the parking lot? Come on. Let's fire it up. It's a straight eight. When else do we get to hear it? And Mm. their arm was twisted, and they backed the car out of the showroom into the back parking lot amongst – clothiers and tailors and yeah. you know restaurants and all this stuff and it was the the back parking lot behind all the sure, the nice storefronts sure, yeah. and we're you know back there looking around <laughs> auctioneer tried to figure it out and then everybody's given their input of course everybody knows something like oh no pull that up. no you gotta have that lever out that switch up and let's fire it up and it just it clattered to life and everybody was just like we had this moment of wow ah oh, yeah and it's, you know really cool. money didn't matter at that point huh. and it was just like ah straight eight and you know rev it a couple times and just mechanical gloriousness it was awesome wow that's awesome so just going to these high-end car auctions you never know what you're going to see you'll find cars you'll never have heard of before and you'll mm-hmm. see the world's nicest example of the sure. thing you've never sure, heard sure, of yeah. at not the, the auction. only example of <laughs> that you're right you're right one of yeah, three yeah. or one of one something like that so if you have the opportunity just go attend mm-hmm. sometimes it's 40 mm-hmm. bucks to get in sometimes it's free but just go learn and then finally you need to go to an nhri drag race Hmm, okay. The the 6,000-plus horsepower dragsters whose tires are square when they go past you. <laughs> They're going so fast, the rear tires turn square. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. There's so much power being thrown down. You've got to go to a real drag race and just feel the world shake. And take headphones. Oh, my Ear gosh. protection <laughs> extra. Earplugs, noise-canceling headphones. All of the above, yes. More just, headphones on top just, of just that. Just wear layers just of headphones. Wrap your head and For sure, yes. A quilt or just something. Just leave your eyes exposed. Nothing else, yeah. Well, yeah, the nitromethane will make you tear up, and you think, wow. <laughs> this is an experience. So it's like tear gas and racing combined. <laughs> Yay. Tear gas. That, that's, a, that's a shirt. Drag racing. Tear gas and racing combined. Anyway. All right. I like it. That's very good. Good list. Good list. I've got some overlaps from both of your lists, but I'm going right. to run through mine real quick. I actually started at Bare Bones and went to You're Going to Need Some Money. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Two Bare Bones things that I think everybody, if you, if you have even a vague interest in cars, you need to make sure you've checked these two boxes. Learn to drive stick. Oh, Learn yeah. to drive manual. I'm not saying learn to drive. Well, look, in a perfect world, you learn to drive well. You you get a car that's good for heel toe. You get that amazing, all, almost religious experience of hitting a corner with the perfect heel toe downshift to get you power on the back end of the corner. That is that is truly nearly religious. Okay, that is amazing. But even if you don't get that far, just being able to see a manual transmission and know I understand how to drive that, mm-hmm. even if you don't do it well. Yeah. So learn how to drive stick. And I know you're surprised that I'm the one that mentions this, but seriously. Hand wash your own car. I'm not oh, saying every good, time, good. but have a car that you like enough that you take the time to hand wash it. You learn about, and again, I'm not even the design guy. I'm not the wash guy or the design <laughs> or guy. Or if you own you, a car whose owner's manual specifically states, don't yes, take this <laughs> there through is that as well. an automatic but, car wash. But you learn about the surfaces. You will n- have a better understanding for what condition is my car's paint and just outside. And you may think my car looks great, and then you find three scratches you didn't know that were there. And I'm not saying, uh, please, yeah, I'm not saying this. That's a bad experience, but you know. <laughs> no, I'm not saying this for something to stress over. 
But I'm just saying you sure. will learn yeah. stuff about the condition of your car, and you will learn about the surfaces. It sounds weird, but you really do. And I discover this every time I wash the Lotus. I'm like, oh, that's right. Okay, that does that right there. And Oh, that's the way that seam connects. And things that you don't really experience until you actually have your hands on the car and you're worried about where the water go and all that kind of stuff. So that's very cool. You should definitely do that. Take a driving-based vacation. Now, I'm not saying just drive cross-country unless you really are into that. But I'm saying take a vacation where – I mean, my wife and I did this on our 10th anniversary. We drove all the way from to, to San Francisco from L.A. up mm-hmm. Pacific Coast Highway and up the one all the way to Big Sur and through all of that. We had my 300ZX, and we only did like 150 miles a day. I mean, you can do that drive in a day. We stopped like three times. World's biggest ball of twine. You know. So <laughs> Craters of the moon. But, but find, find, a, find a route that is not just I have to get 2,000 miles across the country. Mm-hmm. Find the little offshoot road, or if you can do a coastline like you guys are talking about, even better. But have a car you kind of like and take a driving-based vacation of some kind where driving the fun roads is a key part of it, even if that's not all you do. And I think if you take your significant other, especially if they're not all that excited about cars, you're going to need to do something other than just drive. But you can actually connect the dots of 150 miles or 200 miles maybe in a day. Mm-hmm. Connect sure. the dots, have a fun sure. driving experience, do that. Do an autocross in your own car. I don't care what your car is. Good. Just do an autocross. Good. I like it. Don't have to do it well. Just you're out there in that. <laughs> you, you brought the minivan because that's what you have. Fine. Just big learning experience. Seriously, do an autocross. And then the step beyond that is have an on-track experience. Now, that, that's a big swath. That can be everything from, like we've talked about our friend at Speed Vegas, Chris. You can go to one of those kind of drive an exotic on track and you pay per lap and you get on track and you're in an exotic with an instructor. That, on one end of the spectrum, to a and I would love it if everybody could do this, a full-day instruction day on a track with dedicated cars, or even just get your car in a high-performance driving day with an instructor sitting with you. Just have an on-track experience. You can at least walk away with that. I think that's key. And then attend a high-end, where-does-this-money-come-from car gathering. And I don't mean (laughs) your local cars and coffee. I mean Goodwood (laughs) Festival of Speed, Monterey Car Week, Mm. one of these things where... Everywhere you turn is another crazy car. Everything yeah. from the the one-offs from 60, 70 years ago to the car that you didn't know actually existed in public yet. That whole swath yeah. where yeah. everybody's got cameras and everybody's all about cars. And you will, you will find how much of a car person you really are when you go to one of those events. You and I have joked before, Paul, about the fact that we go to those events. We're like, I'm good. And five minutes later, we're like, I'm going to look at a car because <laughs> exactly. we're that obsessed. <laughs> and then some cool new Mazda yes. drives by and like, hey – an MX-5. But, but, but if you can just – and it doesn't matter what level you can go, what, what tier, if you will, of finances you can have when you go to one of these events. Just go to one. Just be like, this is the swath of car madness. Here yeah. it is in one place. Highly recommend that as well. Well, we all know that as soon as you wash your own car the week after, you will buy digital paint depth gauge. So you'll you'll be off the you deep will? end into. Have you done that? You know, I haven't done that. I, 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 I don't want to you know go totally crazy and. <laughs> I get finished watching Lotus and I go, huh? I actually did that okay. <laughs> the alarm didn't go off. Yeah, exactly. Well, the alarm didn't go off because I killed the alarm. <laughs> the electrics but didn't melt the car on the ground. I, I, I'm ecstatic about the fact that the Grios <laughs> products actually make make it look like I kind of know what I'm doing. It's like, huh? The paint looks halfway decent. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. We, well, we were at – speaking of this, actually, we were at Eaglewood Country Club. Yeah, just, all of uh, us. just yesterday. Just yesterday. It was a thing that happens every year around July 4th. Eaglewood Country Club. Two stories from this real quick. Oh, good, good. This is a massive cars and coffee, essentially. Basically. They actually bring in food trucks and porta-potties, so, so that's covered much it's, more it's than a typical car show. coffee. But, bounce but houses, it's, everything. Exactly. It was crazy. My, my son was like, can I go on the bounce house? I was like, we did not drive here to go on a bounce house. We are not doing it. He was crushed. But then he saw cars and he was okay. So it all worked out. But, but there's two things about this. First off, how do you show up everybody? Because every car you can imagine was there. There oh, were Diablos. Yes. There were Countaches. There was a line of Lamborghinis, all mm. kinds of, of Porsches. Uh, actually, go to my other story first. I wound up in Lotus Land. I was on a peak of the golf course at one point. And when I first parked my car, I had one wheel in the air, so I had to fix that because I was actually on a peak. <laughs> it's like high centered. Seriously, I wasn't high centered, thankfully. But I had, yeah, anyway, th- yeah, which is hard. Anyway, so but I parked my my Elise, and three cars over from me was a guy with another yellow Elise, and I had an experience I truly have never had in my life. He walked over and he goes, "Huh." Your paint's in much better condition than mine. <laughs> and I was like, my paint? Because I'm the guy that doesn't have any idea what he's doing here. So if my yellow is, do, is actually holding up well, I'm pretty proud of that. It looks great. It so, really does. 
It's not me. It's all products. Anyway, so there's that. And then uh, the only way to show up a car show. Mm, yes. Oh, and this yeah. is, we've been twice, and it's happened exactly the same both years. <laughs> yes. Every car you can imagine, lots of money on the lawn. How do you show up, those guys? You don't bring your cool car. You show up in your Bell Jet Ranger helicopter, and you park on the lawn, and you wind it down and unload your family. Uh, I'm cooler than you are. I mean, come on. Well, he buzzed the crowd and then he probably has landed in the tee box. He has every year. Yeah. Were, were you guys still there when he left? Yeah. He took off and left and flew, did a really low flyby on his way out, too. Yeah, that was just a, yeah. yeah. But remember, it's me. I'm yep. still here. I have the helicopter. None of you do. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Just, just like at uh, Pebble Beach last year when we saw that helicopter land on the back of a yacht. There the was bay. that. Yeah, yep. that's true. Well, but yep. that's Monaco, too. I mean, these are these crazy money places for Man. sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the size of your helicopter, and you know everything just gets bigger <laughs> when you get to Monaco. Apparently, more expensive. Monterey in this case, but yeah, yeah, yeah Monterey's yeah the the trolling down here, even though it's one of the high end car shows. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for your questions, Nick. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. We Very might fun, have to yeah. revisit the, these as they come to mind, but obviously. You can tell there's uh, stuff we want to do. There's you know stuff for, for the sure, future. For sure. Of course, going to the ring and spa with uh, with Todd and I and Chance going this year. Yep, and it's an annual thing. Yep. We've got, that, we've got a really good group too. going. We've got a really good group going this year. We have closed registration now for this year. I guess if somebody showed up and begged. But in general, registration is closed because we can't guarantee a specific car at this point. So that's why mm-hmm. registration is closed. But we've got uh, eight drivers going, which is awesome. The three of us are going. It's going to be a really, really cool trip this year. And I'm very excited. We have a Utah meetup between now and then. We do. That is coming. Which is crazy. First weekend of August. That's August 2nd through 4th. That is totally a la carte. Come be on track. Mountain bike, hike, do the road tour. Whatever is interesting to you. We're even going to have a catered uh, dinner at our local racetrack when the endurance race runs. After we get off track, there's a six-hour endurance race. We're going to be able to sit and watch the race, have a catered meal. So sign up for that. It's very yeah, cool. That, a lot of good people come in there, that too. That race is my favorite event of the year as a track, too. I like, cool? I like when World Challenge comes, but yeah. that night race is just cool. I see love the, it. I see love the it. red glowing rotors and the flames spitting out of exhaust pipes That's and that fun. kind of stuff. That's it's, really it's cool. Oh, are we not talking about helicopters anymore? <laughs> no, we're not. No, okay. No, 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 it's not. It's not. It's not chopper. Debate Blowing anymore. red rotors and the fl- no. It's okay. not chopper right. debate. Right. We, we we decided to just not do that one. <laughs> nice. All right. We're uh, we're moving on to Chris's debate here in just a bit. Summer is finally here, and with that comes sunshine and blistering hot car interiors. You know the leather seats that you thought were a great idea until you scald your legs. Luckily, all you need is a custom sunscreen from our friends at Covercraft. They're awesome. They're amazing. These foldable sunscreens fit perfectly in the windshield of your car and keep your car cooler when you're off enjoying the sunshine. These custom sunscreens come in a variety of colors, and they're an affordable and simple way to keep your car cooler in the summer and protected from damaging UV rays all year long. We swear by our custom sunscreens. I I love it. It's one of our very favorite car accessories. Remember, you can get 10% off your car sunscreen by using the code every day right now at Covercraft.com. Or you can follow the link from our sponsors page. We've all got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk. I've got an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance to that list. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, yes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Having extra money in your pocket might be the most rewarding thing you do today. We're often asked how we find the cars that we recommend to all of you listening. Whether it's local or nationwide, our searches start with Auto Tempest. Instead of searching each car shopping site separately, you can enter all your parameters for the car you're looking for into Auto Tempest one time, and then you can search for them all at once. See results from Cars.com, Cars Direct, eBay, and more. Or you can jump to AutoTrader or CarGurus without entering anything new. Same parameters, new site. You can even search all of Craigslist. Think about how hard it is to search Craigslist nationwide, one at a time. AutoTempest.com has got you covered there all at once. AutoTempest can help you find your next new or used car, whether there's a dozen in your neighborhood or two in the country. Plus, the people at Auto Tempest listen to this podcast, and they're always refining the site for more features. They've got research tools, buyer and seller guides, and they're listening to what their users need. So if you're doing your own drive homework, you're chasing your dream car, or just looking to feed the disease, as we are all the time, autotempest.com is your place to start. 
episode three of season five is coming up quickly. I know, I, I know I'm three weeks ahead, but I'm actually multiple weeks ahead because of post-production. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Episode one is tomorrow, happy Friday, but episode three is an episode you and I did at Speed Vegas where we got to drive on track and we wound up kind of as a surprise, like, hi guys, trophy trucks. Like, wait, what happened now? <laughs> if you've seen, if you've seen the trailer, that really was my demeanor of why, exactly. why, why am I here? What happened? Did I get kidnapped? What, anyway. Leave our seats. So, there, so there's that. Uh, but, but Chris is one of the instructors there. Hi, hi man. How are you? So he has actually since sold his mini Cooper. Actually, I don't, did he keep it? Maybe he kept it, but he has a Lotus Elise now, which he's wanted forever, yes. which is cool. He's so, got the Elise. Yes. Congrats on that. I hope your air conditioner works because it's Vegas. But his mom is not there. His mom is in Syracuse, New York. Her name is Tammy. And she is looking for a new SUV, and she's battling with up to 120 inches of snow a year. Yeah, no kidding. She's uh, she's wanting something new, and she's thinking about trading her Jeep. And as we all do, we get these letters from the dealership saying, hey, you want to trade in your mm-hmm. whatever it is? We're looking for used cars. Yours is perfect. We'd love you to come down and... You know, we'll make you a deal on something new. But sure, you will. I, that's I think, code for uh, we want you to buy a new car. Well, yeah, it is code exactly. for that, yes, for sure. It's, it's lightly veiled code, I've too, always wondered, you know? if I do that, do I have? am I obligated to you guys? Do yeah. I have to buy a new car from you, or can I just turn it in, get the money, and run, and go get something I really want? <laughs> yeah. Come on. All right, so she has a farm with animals. She hauls hay on occasion, but for the farm, they've got a Silverado they use. Yeah. She's got a Jeep. Okay, she currently drives a Jeep Cherokee. She hauls 50-pound bags of animal feed, and she's got four grandkids, so she's got to haul their stuff, too. Their animal feed as well. well the, yeah, exactly. Really, really, yeah. you know, feed and the animals, all of the above. It's yes. a big bag of grandkid chow. Grandkid That's what chow. It's, 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 it's awesome, yeah. You buy them at grand Costco. Kid, it's kid kibble. Yeah, Purina it's, it's awesome. grandkid yeah. chow. There you go. It's grandkid chow. Frightening. Now made with real ingredients. <laughs> All right, so she's she's trading in the Jeep, and she's not upside down. She only owes five k, and the good trading amount here is about nine or ten thousand. Great, it's got awesome. ninety thousand miles, and she's willing to spend up to thirty two thousand dollars because she wants to keep the monthly payment as low as possible. Yeah, yeah. The biggest thing about her Jeep and the reading she's reason she's trading it in mm-hmm. is because of the nine speed transmission. Yeah, jerky, clunky. She not hates a it. fan of that nine speed. Actually, neither are we. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah. yeah we're, we're not big fans of that nine speed. I have to admit. Yeah. Yeah, so she doesn't like the interior, doesn't like the seats, and she lives outside of the city and travels about 25 minutes into work, so it's about a 40-mile round trip. And again, because of the mileage she's putting on, leasing is not an option for her, so she needs to buy it. It's got to have the new stuff, the amenities, Bluetooth, music she likes. She wants to be able to play music from her phone. Yep. And she's a country girl, so she wants four-wheel drive, and Chris says she doesn't understand all-wheel drive. Doesn't understand all-wheel drive. I really like that sentence. Four-wheel drive, not all-wheel drive. What? Four-wheel drive. Come on. You get out and you lock your hubs. That's what you do. Isn't that what happens? Yeah. Four-wheel drive. I can't steer, but... That's funny. Anyway, so she's kind of turning up her nose at uh, other American cars besides Jeeps. Doesn't like her son Chevy Traverse. She'd like to stick to Jeep, Nissan, Toyota, maybe Honda, but she is open to suggestions. Okay, good. Something with low maintenance costs, and she doesn't need a whole bunch of stuff on it. Just the basics. Yeah, yeah. Bluetooth, music... Good gas mileage, mm. something rugged. She's she's needing something rugged because of the grandkid chow bags. Yeah, and potentially yeah. a third row. So she's been okay, mulling yes. that idea yeah. recently. Kind of, kind of goes either not, way on the third row. Not a selling row. point. Yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could go either way on the third row. I also think it's interesting here. A couple of couple of things that I picked out of this. You don't. She doesn't like. Hi, mom. By the way, she, you don't like your son's Chevy Traverse. Mm-hmm. That's not really an off-roader of any kind. Uh, so so, so that's a wheel drive discussion now, shall I don't, we? I don't think you should judge the entire Chevy lineup based on that, including the fact that you have a Silverado for the farm, and that apparently is fine. Yes, Nobody's but complaining the Silverado's not the Traverse. They, it isn't. They are in the next no, county I, over. I, I know, and, and, and so I'm going to jump off right there and just say, have you driven the Chevy Tahoe? Get a used Tahoe. I have other mm. things on the list, but I just wanted to follow that rabbit trail real quick. Okay. Drive the Chevy Tahoe. Full four-wheel drive running gear. Now, typically, the difference is all-wheel drive, typically, I'm going to massively oversimplify this, is running all the time and is most of the time pushing power around. A lot of, Like that Traverse is a front-wheel mm-hmm. drive platform mm-hmm. that has about 10% of the power running to the rear, and it can move as much as 90% of the rear, which means it doesn't really. It just runs like a front-wheel <laughs> drive. So there's that. <laughs> Four-wheel she just drive. wants to lock her hubs. Four-wheel drive running gears, you have that low, low-end low gearbox, and you are essentially yeah. a rear-wheel drive car until you tell it otherwise. Yep. yep. There are gray areas of cars that are in the, very firmly in the gray area here, but that's kind of the simple version. So your Silverado, I'm sure, is, is a four-wheel drive. The, tr- the Tahoe is as well. 
so you can get body on frame. Mm-hmm. It's the things that work for you on the Silverado, but you are in a bigger, good SUV. Now, the gas mileage isn't great, but you said you'd rather have the usability and a good place to be with a good transmission than really stress about the gas mileage. So I go, I understand that you try to take every other American okay. automaker off the table, but okay. we're really close to Tahoe because of the Silverado. Yeah. Huh. I would okay. also say that okay. that particular Jeep Cherokee she's got is probably all-wheel drive and not I, full-wheel drive. I agree. Drive. I agree. It it, is. It, yes. I think yeah. it's in that gray area world for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But ultimately, it's going to get you down through the snow. It's going to exactly. get you out of the yeah. bog and mm-hmm. through the woods and over the river, and it's going to get you there. I to, mean, to her house, grandmother's house, it, yes. pretty much to haul the Mother's bags house. of grandkid chow. Yeah, we're we're gonna keep beating on that one. That's it's great. funny. Nice it's All a right. big ad. It's funny. Yeah. Come on. All right. So uh, I actually went to Toyota because of a car that you and I drove just recently for Fast Blast. It is not out yet, but I came away pretty darn surprised. Okay. And it is the brand new 2019 Toyota RAV4. It's on my list as well. The premium or the adventure trim levels. Mm-hmm. Premium starts at 29. Adventure mm-hmm. starts at 33. So it is right in the sweet spot. And Tammy, if you are counting on just monthly payment, I'll bet you they can do something for you. Whether yeah. you know yeah. if you're not counting total price, you're saying 32 to give us a monthly range. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah a range, a tally, but. I'm thinking right in there, and we had the fully loaded hybrid version. It was everything, including Don't hybrid. Don't really yeah. need to spend was, that much money. It was great on gas. Great was, on yeah. that one was great on gas. Of course, it's a lot more money now. Yeah, that that could be a consideration. So it was the hybrid. But also the other good thing about what the about hybrid, the I, I love. It's on my list. The other thing that's interesting about the hybrid in this scenario, Tammy, is that that's a little four cylinder. That's not that powerful. True. But in hybrid form, you're never going to feel that. Because it, the it, on the one it has, the, it was it was it's over like 40. 40. It was 44, over 40. right? Yeah. But but that's but it was the press car special, which means I can check that box too. That's really <laughs> that's how the press true. cars happen. Yeah. So there's software can, that automatically get, checks the boxes when it, you order the car. It's, well, it's, it's like I actually think all of the people that create the press fleets have just got a special box they check. It's like press car, and then it just comes. How expensive can we make it? I think it was the Elon Musk button on the Tesla site. It's just make it fully loaded. That's the one I want. <laughs> that's who started it. All it's the goodies. Elon's fault. Anyway, so this RAV4 had everything. But the interesting thing about the hybrid system in that car is, yes, the gas mileage was killer, but mm-hmm. it had the benefit of torque really low that that mm-hmm. four-cylinder yeah. probably wouldn't have otherwise. True. Which I think makes it a little more versatile. They've taken the RAV4, which traditionally was not rugged, and they've given a look that, honestly, I think looks quite a bit like a Jeep product. That's what drew me yeah. to it. It's like yeah. two and a half scoops of rugged. They, they <laughs> sprinkle it on. They Not three full scoops. We didn't go crazy. But but it is far more well, that's rugged. That's Tahoe right there. It's, it's far two more rugged than the RAV4 prior. Yeah. And I think it's Toyota reliability. You get that hybrid gas mileage. I, I think it's a real contender. I'm glad you brought it up because I had it on my list too. Honestly, that is my contender. I went round okay. and round because, Tammy, okay. you have a plethora of SUVs and CUVs on the market. Yes, yes. A load. You've already got the Silverado, so you've already got kind of the truck thing for yeah, farm yeah. use. So what about something that is the balance between bombing around on the farm, hauling the chow, taking the grandkids, and getting good gas mileage, and it's rugged enough that I feel like it'll tie into your Jeep sensibilities. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. my headspace. And it surprised me. A RAV4 now... Rugged? What? What? Well, and it's a direct competitor to that Cherokee in their lineup, yeah. and so it's the yeah. same, similar the size. size. I think it's, I think it's compelling. It's I really no do. longer cutesy. It's it's real, and I came away pretty impressed by it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, of course we had the loaded version, but I think the premium of the venture are the okay. trim levels to go look at. Where are you guys? I actually chased the uh, the three row uh, idea here. Good, I oh, did. Um, okay, good. I, I did find. I did come up with one uh, five seater, and that was the the C- Mazda CX five. You can get sure. practically new ones for under 32. Yep. Several Agreed. of Agreed. them. It's true. They're yeah, all over true. the place. And we drove that against the uh, Jeep Cherokee actually in our last season or one of our most recent uh, seasons. Season three, yeah. With yeah. Uh, it and the uh, Subaru Crosstrek. And we loved right. the CX-5. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's one of the Traditional ones. all-wheel drive system. But I honestly think, Tammy, in all of your usage, it wouldn't matter. I really don't think so. I think I, agree. I, I don't know I agree. that your situation requires full uh, four-wheel drive running gear. The CX-5 does not have that, but it's great to be in every other every other situation. I love that. Keep going. Yeah. So my, my next option was the, the, the three-row version of that, the CX-9. I actually found hmm. 2019's CX-9s for 
33, 34. It's a little, little okay. bit outside the budget, but not really pushing that hard on it. Chance knows how to do this podcast. Mm-hmm. Find yep, the budget yep. and go just above. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm telling you. Mileage, uh, mileage varies with those, but the, the one I like best, I actually found a couple Kia Tellurides. Whoa. All-wheel drive Tellurides for 32000 Whoa. Clean titles. That's a find. And they're, You're kidding they're rugged, me. Three rows, done. That's a find. That's a genuine that a find. Fine. Well done. Well done on and that. The, huh. This one, the one I'm looking at, I've got one in Louisville. It's 32 six with 1,600 miles on it. And then there's huh. another one Amazing. in Chicago. It's 33.5 with 6,000 miles on it. Now, not the top trim levels, but that's no. not what she's looking for anyway. No. So who cares? Yes. Telluride yeah, yeah. S and a, what was the other one? Telluride LX. Huh. That's, that's Wow. So, well done on that. That's quite a find. So Bravo are, on that. Really good. Those Stingers and Tellurides really have good. come down. Yeah. Telling you that that's the sweet spot. Well, I have a couple of Nicely bits done. of drive homework for you, Tammy. I, I, it's going to depend, honestly, on how much do you want to go do drive homework. I hope that Chris encourages you to go do drive homework because I think you should drive around a few things. I think this, everything that's been mentioned so far, I honestly wonder if your car is in that group. But I'm going to throw a couple of wild cards in here. You brought up the Forerunner. Nothing wrong with the Forerunner. But at that size, we've actually gotten bigger than your current Cherokee. At forerunner size, I think things like the Tahoe become competitive. And then I also think you should go drive the Ford Explorer. Mm, if yeah. we're in this mm, world, okay. if you're driving the forerunner, if you're thinking about that, drive the Tahoe, drive the Ford Explorer, because I think you need to understand what these are like. They don't have the terrible nine speeds you have right now. So I think there may be something there that surprises you. Kind of, if you can, and we try to do this in general, but if you can't, forget what the badge is. Just mm-hmm, go drive mm-hmm. them and see how they are in comparison. And then I have to say it because their budget allows it. You could look at used Porsche Cayennes. Wow. They have yeah. really good, serious four-wheel drive running gear. They do. They do. And they're a very nice place to be. Hmm. Look at a base one or an S. Don't go nuts. Look at a base one or an S. I think you'd be very happy with the base Cayenne. That's what we have. It, it runs. We've got 120,000 miles on ours. In fact, I need to do another update. Yeah. It just runs. I'm trying to think, what is the the uh, earliest year that you can get for 32? 32, you mean the most so, recent one? So the, most recent going back to the you know 2010, 2011, 2012, you're did you probably get gonna into be, the prior generation uh, for You're going to be into probably for that, uh, it's going to be 2013, 2014, which is the middle of the second gen. That's not a bad place yeah, to be, actually. It's a great place you know? to be, yeah. Huh. Tammy, you have options. Chris, thank you for writing. I, I love that uh, you're writing on her behalf. And yeah, thank you again for your help at Speed Vegas. So that is episode three coming out. And uh, we were shepherded and given a lot of access yeah, it was really to cool. the entire track. Really cool, so yeah. thanks to those guys. If you're ever in Las Vegas, go see Chris because if you mention Everyday Driver, he'll take care of you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He'll, you'll end up talking. Look, you think you'll talk to cars to whoever your instructor there is anyway. <laughs> you tell Chris you actually follow Everyday Driver and you might not get out of the building. And I mean that in a great way. There's going to be a lot of car talk. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. We've got to jump to questions. And there were a couple here. In uh, in honor of Independence Day in the U.S., there's a couple of questions. First from Kelvin T. asking, what is the most patriot car, pa- patriotic car in the world? Most patriotic car. And he said no Corvettes. And then there's another question from Ryan <laughs> Wilson asking, most American car or truck to celebrate Independence Day? Ford Raptor? What What do we think? There, there's a third one that's popped up since we started recording, too. Okay. And that, that was, what is the most patriotic car that isn't actually American? I think I have an answer to the okay. first, to Kelvin's, and who wrote this third question? Uh, I forgot. I just saw it a little bit ago. So I, I think I have an answer, and because, great, great, great. you know, you said most patriotic car in the world, I'm taking you back Uh-oh. to Yugoslavia, to Yugos. Oh, my gosh. They named their car after the country. Okay. All Imagine right. the yeah. car named America. <laughs> I drive in America. Well, well, you know, you yeah, see those. There, there was, there's I that, drive in Germany. There's oh, that, you do. I that, have a Japan. <laughs> there's that second gen Corvette in American original, and its actual license plate is America. Yeah, exactly. and it gets a little, the license plate itself gets a little cameo burnout moment in the film if you haven't seen it. It, it always makes me. Have laugh you seen the neighbors? They got a new Greenland. America. <laughs> it's a. They're green, it's a really their off, Greenland great is off, awesome. It's a great off roader. The air conditioning is really cool. It's amazing. <laughs> so I'm telling you. A car named after a country. Now, of course, the country doesn't exist anymore. It has been chopped yeah, up into six Neither does republics. the car company. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, if you want a car 
that's pretty patriotic. All and right. now all six republics all right. were part of the supplier chain to wow. build that wow, car. Wow. It's an interesting story, and I love that you know everybody seemed to pitch in. However, the cars were not that great, and they were not loved, especially in America. They were just not loved, but they sold actually quite a few. And in Serbia, they're still quite popular, and it's kind of a badge of honor to work on it yourself. So just saying, Yugos. It I doesn't not mean it's you to good. Go <laughs> it just means the most patriotic. <laughs> is it In the U.S., is it the 60s Lincoln Continental suicide door car? Hmm. Is that just America on wheels right there? That could be. Works for parades, works for non-parades. So, I was saying yeah. the C two Corvette convertible. Yes, but but that's one good. of them. One of them did say no Corvettes because yeah. One of them said no yeah, Corvettes, yeah. but then the other thought I had was was the Mustang, the old Mustang. Yeah, that's, yeah. That just says America sure. to everywhere in the world. Sure, yeah. sure. I like that. I mean, we could parse it up and say, well, does that mean it it generates the most economic growth or employs the most people? Or oh, come on, it's been built in the U.S. the longest. Or You're being surprisingly serious about this question. <laughs> I, I I just I don't know. I'm, also, Jeep Wranglers on that list. Yeah, you drop a Wrangler anywhere in the globe, I'm and that says Wrangler. America. Well, yeah, or, I'm thinking you know, Wrangler. Yeah, any brand of pickup truck, to some degree, mm-hmm. to some degree. Toyota is known for their pickup trucks too. Well, now, yeah, know? but but I mean, you know, all of Africa is Toyota pickup trucks. I think Teslas are uniquely so, American. This is true. Yeah, in, just saying in their own ways. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, our own special ways. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, excellent questions. What other questions do you guys find on here? There are so many good ones, as always. Uh, tips about doing – we should we actually covered this earlier a little bit. Ian on Facebook, tips on doing a long road trip over 2,000 miles in a pretty hardcore sports car. I don't know how hardcore you're talking, but as the guy that did 800 miles when I bought my Lotus, I'll speak to this a little bit. I, I really hope your air conditioner works. Otherwise, it's you're just going to have times when it really just sucks, or air conditioning and heating for that regard. So I hope that works. But I would say depending on how hardcore it is, I recommend to you earplugs mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. – or headphones that also like like Jaybird ones and other ones that I actually have have some Jaybirds. Why I think about it, that actually block out sound but fit in your ear, so they work as kind of combination uh, ear plugs and also give you sound of your music. So I think that's really helpful because that that just after time that just wears on you. It can give you a headache. Yep. It can hurt. So if your car is loud enough and you're going to be doing sustained freeway blasts, get some earplugs or some headphone earplugs. I think that will really help you. Also. Look at your route. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every chance you get to do two things. One, don't you don't have to be a hero. If you're getting tired, if it's too much, if you're sweaty, you're dying, you don't like it, just get off the road. Have a meal. Have a snack. Get out of the car for a bit. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, no reason you have to be a hero. Also, look at your route and figure out, oh, wait, I can go off and do a squiggle here. <laughs> I mean, that, that honestly maintained my sanity. On the Lotus Drive. I knew I had to get through Vegas because it was just boiling. But then as soon as I got to southern Utah, I took a couple little offshoots that took extra time. But I was like, this is why I bought this car. Yeah. That's the other reason to do it. I'd also add um, seat cushions. Something yeah, for possibly, depending yeah. on how hard your seats are. Like I, yeah. I drove my BRZ when I had it from here, from Salt Lake down to Tucson and back, and that was just miserable. Hmm. It was a miserable hmm. experience. But on the drive back home, I actually put a pillow underneath me, and I sat really tall. But <laughs> she would have. But uh, it, it helped huh. be a little more comfortable. It was. It still wasn't comfortable, it. but it, it did help. I see it. Hey, you know, so James May did some... it forever ago when he had a racing uh, vantage on one of their long road trips. They bought him a pillow at a gas station. He's yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice all right chance what are, what other questions you find on here uh becca walker actually asked the question um, are there options for something similar to a brz in handling and affordability but with a quieter interior and someone else said uh answered her with a 987 cayman but she said she didn't like that idea because it had less cargo space which i looked it up and that's actually the exact opposite the 987 cayman has twice the cargo space as the BRZ. Score! Twice. Score! But is that counting seat down? I'm not 100% sure on it that. Can't oh, it can't if be. man. If it doesn't count seat drop, down, it might Because the minute you drop the seat, I mean, I'm sorry, but, but there's no way I'm getting skis in a Cayman, and I put my skis yeah, you can and actually, all that kind of stuff inside? Uh-huh. Depending on how long. Maybe not your size. Skis, yeah, I, but, I put a lot of, lot of stuff in the back of that FRS, <laughs> but anyway. But trust me, I was looking at that when I looked at Cayman's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. But uh, yeah, the... the 996 has less cargo space than a Cayman with the yeah. seats down. Yeah, interesting. So okay. So I don't know. That's just something else to think about. Question from Linus Yates on here who says, You suddenly find yourself poor. You need transportation. 
under $2,500, what mm. do you buy? And then there was a mm. comment from Michael Newsom who said, I just want to hear Paul admit that he'd probably have to buy a Corolla at that budget. <laughs> no. <laughs> Negative, Ghost Rider. Absolutely not. I'm going with a Honda CRX. Okay. From the right. early 90s, right. yeah, 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 under $2,500. I'm finding cars with over 300,000 miles on them. Wow. They just ran. So if I had 2500 bucks, I would chase a CRX. Small, mm. fuel efficient. Mm. They run forever, and we're done. I was expecting like a 924 or 914. Well, those are awesome. They just, just to stay in Porsche <laughs> land. That's funny. I like it. Tufts of upholstery and this doesn't work. I think and... I would chase that cheap Miata. I think I would. would you? Yeah. yeah, I think I'd chase the cheese Miata. The problem is it would be an NA or NB, which means I really wouldn't fit. So rainy days are going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> Just sew an extra bubble like a yes. like a cloth gurney bubble got, over the top cloth of your gurney head. bubble. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> that's what that's all you need. I should start a line of convertible tops for tall people. <laughs> the upholstered no. gurney bubble. I'm telling you, the Paul toupee. <laughs> no, car, stop. Car toupee. No, chances not invited back. Off the deep end. That's the end of that. Off the deep uh, end. We have. Um, Let's see. Z the person on Instagram says, "I keep hearing about how the ZF8 speed is the best auto in the world." I actually agree with that. That's on lots of product. Why do I then hear qualifiers and caveats whenever FCA's cars have the ZF transmission? I'm not sure what you're referring to there. I haven't seen it. We yeah. love it on the Quadrifoglio, the Alpha. Yeah, it's fantastic on the Quadrifoglio. It's it's actually pretty good on the big, uh, like, Charger, for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the yeah. it's in the Jeep. Your old Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. So the Jeep that I don't miss. <clears throat> well, there is that. That's for other reasons. That ZF transmission, that eight-speed, is in lots and lots of cars. We've listed a bunch that are just FCA, but I mean, come on, BMW and Audi and tons of people have that ZF eight-speed. I do think it's the best one. In fact, right. that's the one in the Supra. Yeah. Think about the range yeah. we've already talked about. Right. Okay. This, right. Think about the range of cars we've talked about already that have got that transmission. Here's the difference, though. Every auto manufacturer seems to have slightly different computer tuning on how does it respond to you and then it's connected in various cases to different pieces in the interior be they the gear shift be they the paddles that vary wildly in talking to that gearbox so as a result you can have different experiences they're all for an automatic pretty great but then they have a range from great to i can't believe this is an automatic depending upon the car you're in and the programming that it has Mm, sure sure what do you got over uh, there? Nick Dorn 2.0 asked what the automotive equivalent to buying a house with a pool is. Hmm. Hmm. And, I, and I have an answer. I think a car with a sunroof, glass roof, or a convertible top. Okay. All right. Uh, not bad. That's... Not bad. And here I was going to say Range Rover. <laughs> <laughs> but you can get the panoramic roof on that yeah, and yeah, you solve the problem. That's true. On those. Yeah. That's yeah, true. It's like a McMansion with a pool. It's perfect. Hey, it's the automotive equivalent. <laughs> All right. Barbara Peterson is asking... Is the ability to park correctly being lost? <laughs> I think that ship has sailed around the world a few times, actually. Yes, sad, we sad see it true, yeah. on every Instagram yeah. posting, like, how come this guy can't park very well? And then yeah. the two Jeeps that have been mudding in wherever come and squeeze right next to the Civic that parked, you know, an inch too far to the right. We've all seen these videos. <laughs> yeah, we have. Honestly, well, you're seeing the proliferation of tech into... Let me help you do this. The car needs to help you do blank skill that you should know how to back the bayliner down the boat ramp and tie a knot and drive a manual transmission. You just need these life skills, (laughs) including how to park in the lines and then imagine your world in 3D around you. Imagine your car in space. But now we have 10 zillion cameras around the car and you can switch views to help you park. We've got satellite view. We've got all that stuff. In a weird way, I have to think that actually can only help. But I think I think the problem like is think. I think the problem is right down to the fact that it, all of us listening and all of us on the podcast right now have you ever gotten out of your car and gone oh I did not park well I've done that mm-hmm. too yep. many and times and then you fix it right well yeah uh, but, that's but this the is the key step. thing this is the key thing I think there are a lot of the people that park badly get out of the car and don't notice and walk away. So Probably. they all need a car that they like so much they look back at and then they realize they parked maybe, incorrectly? Maybe. Or they care That's enough the that when they open the door and put their foot out, they go, why is the yellow line way over there and crooked? That's not right. I, I did that wrong. <laughs> or if you're slithering out, out of your car trying to get out yeah. or you have to pop the hatch to crawl through the car yeah, to get out because yeah. you – Park so badly. But, but that's the thing. It, it takes that extra step of just caring enough to be like, wait, I didn't do that well. And and that's the skill we've lost. We've lost the skill to care about the fact that anybody <laughs> but me exists. That's the problem. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. 
Track Daily Crush. You see this? Caution Yellow Jeep. Track yeah, Daily I, Crush. I, did. I have that one. <clears throat> the right. Bad Styling Edition. Track Daily Crush. Oh, no. Plymouth Prowler. Oh, no. Chevy SSR. <laughs> Ford Thunderbird. Gack. Track Daily I'm, Crush. I'm guessing he's meaning the retro Thunderbird. The, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Redone the, one. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the redo that was that thing. Yeah. I'm crushing that. Me. I can't handle it. I can't <laughs> handle it. i got to crush it. I think the Chevy SSR would be very funny on track. It would be funny. Yeah. And it's I, funny and everywhere. I would, and I would daily the Plymouth Prowler. See, I think because I, would, I think uh, I think the Prowler's only purpose is to be looked at. I think it's its only purpose. So you got to daily that thing so people can see it. Yeah. Although I'd take the bumperettes off and I'd track it. That's what I would do. Okay. All right. Would you track it? Put a Hellcat motor in it. Yeah. Maybe? Actually, fit it. Well, with okay. A, there you go. With an engine that has more than we're, six we're break, cylinders. Breaking the rules now, but mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, if we're gonna do this, and then I, we get to I modify. Would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get to add modifiers. And I would. I would daily the T Bird because I think that would be the most comfortable, lush thing to just. It would be, but I clearly don't pick my dailies that way. Yeah, okay, all right. (laughs) Of those three, that would be the way. I see, I see it, yeah. I'd I'd crush the Thunderbird, too. That was just an ill-conceived, poorly done, poorly wrought, horribly done. Yeah. Other than that, I like it just fine. You're a huge fan otherwise, yeah. I I seem to see those in bursts, too. You don't see them for a while, and then all of a sudden you see five of them on the same day. (laughs) They got let out of the wild. Like, we're free! Yeah, that's funny. Sweet! (laughs) Run away! (laughs) Damio is asking, is Mazda Speed officially dead? They've had some fantastic products from the Protégé, 3, 6, Miata even. Has Mazda totally axed their performance arm? I'm going to say no, because the Miata still exists. And they also have an IMSA race team that actually just got their first race win at the Salem Six Hours this past weekend at Watkins Glen. Nice. Nice. Trying to uh, parse this question from Beaver Nuts over here. He's asking American muscle, German engineering, Japanese reliability. If we were to rebrand a country's automotive tagline reputation, hmm. what would you focus on? It's got to be something around, you know, how Ford and GM are kind of getting away from cars and they're mm-hmm. just building yeah. SUVs. So it's like American hugeness or just American gigantic, huge yeah. something. American enormity, German tech and Japanese speed somewhere in there. That's that's where I'm at right now. How about Italian reliability? Italians. <laughs> Ooh, that's we good. work now. You need to write that down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I'm wow. sorry. I just yeah. Wow. <laughs> Not the people, the cars. Come on. <laughs> Hard work never killed you. All right. What else? Uh, what other questions you guys got? Well, there are a ton as always, but I have one here that I'm still kind of working on. But Adrock Fox on Instagram said that I mentioned I did. I mentioned recently that the S2000 is in kind of the same spectrum. I have the Spectrum of Sacrifice video coming out. I swear it will make more sense then. It's in the same spectrum as the Lotus Elise. It's like a similar driver likes the S2000 as the Elise. He's a BRZ owner, and he test drove an Elise and just went, I can't go this far. I can't go this nuts. So he's asking what other car is there between his BRZ and the Lotus? It's like headed down that same road, but doesn't get quite as hardcore as the Elise. You don't mention budget. I think it's the Alpha 4C. Ooh. Yeah, budget's not a problem. Ooh, yeah, and those are, those are 45 to 50, so maybe we don't. I mean, the S2000 is in that same range. Obviously, it's a lot cheaper, but I think the 4C is in that range. I actually okay, wonder fair enough, fair I enough. think the Toyota MR2 is on that spectrum as well. It depends on how you fit, and it depends on how old you want to go. But I think that's another candidate as well. Good. I'd say a Boxster is a good middle ground too. It's not, yeah, it's not quite degree. as hardcore, but it's still convertible and, and yeah. fun, good yeah. chassis, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it, it feels like more of a just for fun car. Yeah, I see yeah. that. I can see that. Hmm. All right, all right. Uh, Christopher L. So let's say you all lost your cars for some reason in an accident, Viking burial, whatever. <laughs> Accidental Viking bear. Oops. Oops. <laughs> what would you buy right now with the insurance money? And for fun's sake, let's say you can't replace it with the same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I know exactly what it is. What is it? <clears throat> I went looking today after oh, our conversation no. at Eaglewood oh, no. Golf Course, okay. and we saw a Mercedes AMG GTS. They're so awesome. They're $89,000. I found one with 5,000 miles for under ninety grand. With 5,000 miles right. on it? We AMG. should almost pool our resources and get that. Not that we have any, still that amount of money, but still. I mean, by the way, I was watching Barrett Jackson's auction the other day, mm-hmm. and a 95 Corvette ZR1 
mm-hmm. auctioned off hammer price for seventeen nine. Now, whoa! It had higher mileage and it had some engine work done and partial rebuild or just some stuff done to it. But okay. still, it was okay. a rare color. It was the magenta wine color with a tan interior. Yeah, it was I think like one of twenty five or something like. It that. wasn't it was. even twenty yeah. grand with fees for a ZR one. A ninety five. If you've ZR1. seen our American original film, that is oh. almost the surprise car of the film. So I think that that's really that's. That's a, I, I mentioned this to you, actually. That car or hmm. a used FRS? That car all day long. <laughs> I don't care how yeah, rattling yeah. Isn't that it interesting? Is. That ZR1, is, it actually was special from that generation, for oh, sure. That's a, that's a lot of car for the money. But yeah, GTSs are under 90, everyone. We hmm. can all have one now. Just, just saying. I guess that is somewhat close to the spitting distance of the, of the worth of your car, so I, I'll give you that. All right. Well, it is sort of like Mercedes does a 928 GT car. Yeah, hey. I, I'm a big fan of that car. Oh, a big fan of that so car. It's great. very cool. Yeah. What about you, Chance? Um, I would probably either do something like a Cayman or a Boss 302 Mustang. Okay. Mm. Although you have a Mustang, so it doesn't really count. Okay, fine. <laughs> Whoa. So, You're really <laughs> putting the screws to him over there. Well I done. Seriously. Putting the screws, man. All right. All right. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah, probably a Cayman. <laughs> okay. I don't know. So we're all just swapping cars. I'll drive a Lotus. You have my Cayman. <laughs> By the way, welcome to 911. We all right. I guess I'm driving a 911. I guess that's where that goes. Uh, that, uh, that Z4 Coupe we drove. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. intriguing. I Whoa. could get a nice one of those for the money that, that a Lotus is worth. Sure. And it's got some similarities. I don't like it as much as the Lotus, but that's an interesting one. The problem is that everything that I would want to replace the Lotus is more expensive than the Lotus. That, that's my problem well, too. Yeah, yeah. so my nine nine six isn't worth that much. So, so there's that. So, so that's so I thought the Z four is actually in the proper price point. I would almost get an eighty six chassis again, but I don't know if I'm breaking the rules. Would you? Yeah, if if because and I, save the rest of the money because. Because I, mean, I like get one that. for half of the load. I like no, that lightweight thing so much. On it <laughs> just throw the rest of the money in parts. At I, the car. I like that lightweight thing so much. And then if I could get a convincing, and it may be honestly that the change might be Lotus Elise seats. If I could get a convincing tall man mod and find a used Miata RF, I'd do that. Ooh. I'm telling you, cloth gurney bubble. Just saw a hole. Exactly. Stitch the yep. new little bubble on. Clearly, and yeah. You're good. Car two pays. It's going to be a thing. I don't see a problem. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for all your questions. We really appreciate it. I hope you enjoy. And uh, really, <laughs> thank you for making it what it is. Yes. Joining we're, us we're laughing all, at the for questions. all of this madness and, and <laughs> being a part of the madness, rating and reviewing. And remember, I'm saying it again. Tomorrow is season five. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Guys, thanks again. Cheers, everyone.